This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. We are so happy to have you here today. So excited. We are beginning our chakra series. Woohoo! So we'll be discussing a different chakra each month. And today we're going to start with the root chakra, everyone's favorite, <laughs> a.k.a. Yeah. everyone's least favorite. Yeah. So with this one, we're going to be talking about the signs and symptoms of imbalance. As well as ways to ground and heal your root chakra. Everyone can see what those qualities look like in themselves, but it's super easy to spot in <laughs> yeah. someone else. You're like, oh my gosh, my mom, dad, lover, friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boss, it's way more fun this way to talk yeah. about them than yourself. Exactly. I'm like, that person has an underactive root <laughs> chakra or that person has an overactive root chakra. Absolutely. But don't leave yourself out when we get to the helpful <laughs> hints for things you can do to really nourish your own root chakra. Exactly. And balance. Balance for you. Balance for everyone. Before we get too much further, it is ch- Just to (laughs) be clear, so later when you're writing us to tell us that you're pronouncing it wildly incorrectly, we're not. Right. It's chakra like chair, not chakra like shimmy. So (laughs) (laughs) So. feel free to shimmy, but it is chakra. When we are talking about overactive and underactive versus balance, so your chakra is located in your energy body, and we want it to have a nice flow of energy, moving the energy throughout your entire body. And when it's overactive, you're getting too much stimulation, and when it's underactive, you're getting not enough stimulation. That seems... Yeah, that's a really succinct way to put it. And with the root chakra, that's a lot about stimulation. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's not, a fun zone. Yeah, it's a fun zone. Um, so that is a great uh, term for it. Okay. So if you have an overactive root chakra, some of the things that you are likely experiencing is um, a lot of anger, annoyances, even aggression towards people and events in your life. So part of that is because you have a lot of control that you're trying to have. It's like it's kind of like moving, um, it's unbalanced. And so it's kind of whipping up. And so you're trying to control that energy and feel really stable and grounded. And so how you're doing that is to like build really controlling, um, controlled scenarios, I guess yeah. is that's like a yeah. nice way to put it. A really false sense of security. So if I bully people, then I feel in control. Yeah. That is a very false sense of control. Exactly. Um, so Same as like hoarding. So again, greediness mm-hmm. or hoarding is another example of having an overactive chakra. If I feel like I need a bunch of things, what I really need is to root and ground my chakra. Mm-hmm. Another thing related to that is, you know, if you feel like people aren't respecting your authority, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you disrespected me. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel so unsafe. It's like the clear mm-hmm. marker of you feel so unsafe that people can't even question you. Mm-hmm. And that makes you feel... Um, like things are dangerous. And so you react, you overreact um, for what the situation is warranted so that you can control that scenario and feel safe. And one mm-hmm. thing we didn't talk about was that the chakras are kind of like the hierarchy of needs. So mm-hmm. your base root chakra is really talking about your safety and your security, um, mo- money, shelter, mm-hmm. food, 
your very, very most absolute basic needs. Right. And so if you don't feel like those needs are being met, it does make sense that you're going to lash out or become aggressive or hoard all the things that you can because you have a sense of lack. Exactly. So going back to overactive, uh, the other thing, so besides um, being challenged by people and having your authority questioned... Um, you can have very rigid boundaries. And so with this, we were kind of laughing because we're like, "Uh, this is kind of Trump. It's like, if you build a wall, it's all about building walls. If people are Mm -hmm. saying like, you can't, we can't get in. If you don't feel safe and you feel like you need a wall, whether it be an emotional one or a physical one, you may have an overactive root chakra. Mm -hmm. And let us be the one to tell you because we love you and your friends aren't going to tell you because you're aggressive and a little bit angry (laughs) with rigid thinking. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just letting us know that your root chakra is a little overactive. Exactly. So we're all going to have compassion for each other. Yeah, absolutely. It's like just a little bit of overactive root chakra (laughs) with your rigid thinking. Just a smidge. No flexibility in thought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you find yourself running through friends, it might be you. (laughs) It might be you. Yeah. Common denominator thing. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... With that rigid thinking, it's really difficult to make changes and mm-hmm. accept change in other people. A total lack of flexibility mm-hmm. and just not and no ability to go with the flow. Yeah. And then also using material things to give you your value, your self-worth, because um, you don't feel mm-hmm. like you really have. Your car worth. doesn't matter. Your house mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I'm happy you have a job if you have a job, but it also doesn't matter. Right. As long as your basic needs are being met, lovely. But wrapping your identity up in any of those things is just, again, a false sense of rootedness. The last thing that we wanted to touch on with the overactive is the overactive of your sex drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're out there, horn around. No judgment. No judgment. But if, you know. So, whores are my favorite people. Whores are our favorite people. <laughs> we love them. They are fun. Um, but if you find that it is impacting your life negatively, it may be an example of that overactive root chakra. Mm-hmm. Certainly not here to, like, sex shame at all. But, um if it's impacting your daily life, it would right. be something to consider. If it's becoming like a negative thing, if you aren't taking precautions with this, it's just so important that you have like the stimulation above mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. And again, some of that is getting that validation from other people through sex rather than mm-hmm. getting it from yourself with a more grounded root chakra. Right. So instead of using material things mm-hmm. to give you that sense of worth, you're using your sexual prowess or, you know, attractiveness counting off your conquests, like all of that is like what your self-worth is related Mm -hmm. to. Absolutely. So with the underactive root chakra, it's more like you're totally disconnected from your body, from the world around you. Mm -hmm. Instead of having rigid walls, you have no walls. Zero boundaries Zero boundaries. (laughs) So those are the people where you're like, it's okay to say no. Or where I'm often teaching people a polite ways to say no. Sometimes it's hard to say no or know that it's appropriate to say no, though, because you don't even know that you want to say no because you don't have a sense of your own wants, desires, needs, because you are literally so ungrounded that you're just kind of floating through life. Mm-hmm. You may feel like you're floating. Um, another example may even be like dizziness, actual physical dizziness may mm-hmm. be a result of being completely ungrounded and an underactive root chakra. You can feel disorganized. 
Um, you will look disorganized. You will look disorganized. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all gone through moments where our car looks like our house. That would yeah. be another example. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, people <laughs> totally say that about me. They're like, oh. <laughs> so you just drive your house around. So that's yeah. a different, you know, kind of mobile home. It's a different kind of mobile home. <laughs> a little bit messier. Um, it's hard to yeah. get guests in. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Um, it can be difficult, too, to obtain financial security. So you may mm-hmm. find yourself floating from job to job. You may find yourself having difficulty even knowing what career you want to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with this one also, it's hard to have a desire mm-hmm. and to allow yourself to have wants. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with that all the time. <laughs> what do I want is a really good question to ask yourself all day long if you find that you have an underactive chakra and you will see how little you know yourself or your bonds or your desires if you're literally asking yourself constantly throughout the day but what do I want mm-hmm. before you're trying to assess other people's needs mm-hmm. or just making like wild decisions spontaneously and impulsively because you don't know what you want <laughs> also some of my favorite people though so right no right i know there. we're not judging you because like totally i have a lot of these issues myself we yeah we just uh, i think i vacillate between like overactive and under, and under. <laughs> right i can i can have a little bit of both simultaneously maybe yep. Yeah, they're, am, they're all going on. I am going to loudly and proudly declare myself as very underactive. Mm-hmm. I have struggled myself with a lot of depression and anxiety throughout my life. And I will say that one of the things that Amber gave me as a tool was to drop an anchor and imagine it going into the core of the earth. And we're not quite up to things to use to um, help heal your root chakra, but that yeah. would be one of them. Is I feel like to, we could talk about that right now. Like, yeah. it's... Um, The reason I gave that to Leah was because I had to use it. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing meditations and people say, ground and feel your energy going into the earth. No. Okay. I'm not grounded enough in my daily life to just gently add my energy in. And so Mm -hmm. it's like I would try to penetrate my energy down and try to feel grounded. And instead my energy would kind of go sideways mm-hmm. or it wouldn't go very like, deep. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> like, well, it's like an elevator that just like abruptly Right. Stops. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to stop right here. What <laughs> is happening here? Because like I am very familiar with gravity. So like <laughs> it seems easy to imagine something dropping to the core of the earth. But right. sometimes not easy at all. Yeah. So it could stop right away. It could feel really unsafe to Mm -hmm. do the practice at all. Mm -hmm. Like any of your energy leaving your body could feel Mm -hmm. really unsafe. And like I said, it could go sideways or just be super shallow and, Mm -hmm. or really weak lines. And so what I started doing was imagining I had a heavy ass anchor Mm -hmm. in my root chakra, just like in between my legs, essentially. And I would imagine this anchor, like I would let it go and it would have a huge chain and it just gravity Mm -hmm. just pulls it down. Mm -hmm. And so I can't stop it. Even that's how I envision it just Mm -hmm. pulling down and like I'm anchored. Mm -hmm. And that then is like, okay, I can't even stop it. Mm -hmm. This is going to keep me here through this meditation. And it's going to help you have a little bit less scattered thoughts. Yeah, so and... it's it's definitely an exercise that after you told me, it was something that I started using in my daily life, not just when I was sitting down to meditate even. It was if, so like, 
full disclosure, you guys, super anxious person up until like two years ago, probably extremely anxious. Like I would get in a car and think, so this is how I'm going to die. Also- no, like every time she got in a car. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want you guys to think yeah. like special occasion. Much I am like a survivor because of how many car rides I literally survived. And don't even get me started about flying because flying was paralyzing for me and we live in Alaska and you know you have to fly places oh my gosh if you want to go anywhere first you have to get to like Seattle yeah or Portland and then you can go somewhere but like that's it yeah so just extreme anxiety in my daily life so it made living really not fun and I know that a lot of people struggle with that as well so I'm not wanting to give you this information and then you leave thinking this is going to be really easy because I have this anchor knowledge. For me, it was not. It would still be a situation where the anchor, even though it seemed like it should drop to the core of the earth very easily, it didn't. And what Amber describes as that really shallow nature of like, well, okay, that's it. That's as far as it's going to go. Um, it's just a practice. And the more I practice it, the less my life became, I'm definitely going to die in this car. And now it's like, I'm definitely only going to die in a car if I go on extremely long road trips and, you know, super fun for the person I'm on a road trip with. Yeah, no, way fun. <laughs> but I've decided it's better if I'm driving and Leah's yeah, anxious yeah. than if Leah's driving and anxious. Because I'm like, no, if you're driving and anxious, well, no, I'm right. like yeah. just upset. So I'll drive. And I'll just be upset. Yeah. And, and the you, beauty of it yeah. is, let's not lie to each other. We're all friends here. Long road trips. I'm not doing that every time, guys. Anyway, so the working on the anchor trick has really helped my daily life with that massive amount of anxiety. So do you find yourself doing it like in the morning and at night or just really like any time throughout the day if you felt anxious you were doing it? Where were you utilizing it? When I first started doing it, I'm big on prayer also. So I use prayer like constantly if I'm like in a room with you and I'm like awkwardly not talking it's because I'm talking to angels or like the divine I am big on talking to the other side so um when Amber first gave me this tool it was something that I could use with my prayer and so I was using it absolutely at night all the time because I think a lot of us struggle with really turning off the day and feeling safe enough to gently like slide off into sleep and so it was absolutely something I was using at night all the time I am and under active root chakra so in the mornings it wasn't as easy for me because I'm racing out of bed to get to whatever that appointment Mm -hmm, is or job mm -hmm. um so then it was a really easy tool to use if I was finding myself in spaces like you're describing where I could just like yep I'm gonna drop that anchor right now I'm gonna take a minute I'm gonna imagine that red and red energy flowing up now back through Mm -hmm. through those roots that I am grounded to the earth with and that was incredibly helpful and I mean I think Amber could take a moment here to admit what? I don't want to have to feed you. What? Oh, How no. much less anxious I am just oh, in the last yes. like, Okay, two years. all right, yes. <laughs> Do I have to beg no. for a gold star? <laughs> no cue. <laughs> With no cue whatsoever. Yeah, I just want to take this moment to say, Leah, <laughs> wow, your anxiety has really balanced yeah. a lot. Well, that's the thing about anxiety, though, too. And they're really. It can feel really shameful, but it does impact the people that are closest to you. It's not something that oh, yeah. you're. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I still go back to, like, a birthday that she ruined for me, like, one time years ago because she was really anxious. I was like, you're making my birthday not fun. This could be so many birthdays. I don't even know what she's talking about. (laughs) But I'm sure I could have used the anchor trick back then. So you know better, you do better. Exactly. So really, 
we're kind of kind of talking about it. We're talking about your anxiety, um, but really talking about mental health with the mm-hmm. root chakra. People yep. do not know. Mm-hmm. People do not have any concept of how their root chakra being unbalanced, either over or under, can lead to yeah. severe depression and anxiety. Because totally if you're mild. In a constant state of, of fight or flight. Even if all of your basic needs are met, then of course it's going to be very bewildering. Why do I have this anxiety? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if you feel like you need to medicate, that's lovely and you should do whatever feels right for you. But also you can integrate some of these practices that will absolutely help kind of take the edge off. Mm -hmm. So for people who are already on medication, obviously we would never tell you to stop using your medication without talking to your doctor. These are things that you can add in. And if you aren't currently using something, for sure give these a try mm-hmm. and see how they work for you. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to um, to balance the chakras. But I really hope people use some of these tools who have anxiety and depression. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, sometimes I work with clients for different things that I do on the side as well. And anxiety is a really big topic. It's something that can make people feel really ashamed and constantly we go back to this root chakra conversation and this is a little bit of a tangent that I want to go off on if you're into the metaphysical world if you are freshly into it um, one of the things to know is if you are working on intuitive practices or wanting to receive information from the spirit world the divine angels it is very important that you focus on your root chakra first it is hard to receive information from the other side or intuitive nudges if that root chakra is not very grounded yeah the information that you're going to get is going to be really messy and sloppy. It's going to be hard to decipher. And the more you get your root chakra grounded, the easier it is to decipher the information and to receive it. Yeah. The root chakra is never anything fun that At people all. are like, yeah, that people are like, because people are always saying, oh, I just want to like work on my third eye. Oh, <laughs> I want to work on my heart chakra. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you Building need to work blocks. on your root chakra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like... It's like your foundation of your house. Yeah. You're not going to worry about your windows when you don't have a foundation. Yeah, none of it matters. It's just wasted energy at that point. Wasted energy. So get that root chakra nice and strong. And here are some different ways that you can do that. Yeah. So one of the ways is um, healthy routines and healthy eating. And we didn't mm-hmm. really touch on it very much when we were talking about over and under. But um, that is one of the ways that people, if they don't feel grounded, will eat. Mm-hmm. Because eating gives your body naturally that heavier sensation. And so people who have to eat before they go to bed. Oh, my gosh. Classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. That's my life. Like, getting to know Amber and, like, getting into, like, the Ayurveda of it and the chakra information really saved my life. Because a lot of us feel really lonely when it's dark and, you know, if you live with people, they're asleep, or you live by yourself and it's lonely. And what do you do? You go to the kitchen and you have that temporary relief and satiation from heavy foods that Mm -hmm. make you feel temporarily grounded and then almost always immediately guilty and full of shame for eating. And then, oh, boop, there's that anxiety again. Exactly. So using other things around around the bedtime or when you're Mm -hmm. feeling anxious, that will help ground you that aren't related to eating necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like obviously if you need to eat, eat, but Mm -hmm. that if you're just eating to 
give yourself that sense of calmness or distracting yourself from your thoughts Mm -hmm. it's definitely okay that's a root chakra thing for sure and another thing that we'll get into a little bit more deeply in our ayurvedic classes though which amber can speak to a little bit more than i can is oiling your body that's something that you can do as well Mm -hmm. um oiling your feet to ground yourself get that kind of fatty oil Mm -hmm. on the body rather than just eating the food. Exactly. So different ways to get it in. And even though we talked about like binge eating as a root chakra issue, there is also anorexia Mm -hmm. where you're not eating and that is more the boundaries and the control. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a sign of an overactive Mm -hmm. root chakra. But again, it comes back, you balance them basically the same way. It's like, You need to feel safe because you don't feel safe. So what can we do to tell your body it's okay to be safe? And one of the things around the healthy eating is eating regularly and eating while sitting down. Mm-hmm. People eat on the run all the time. It drives me crazy. Amber does it. I'm heavy I know. I'm so energy, bad And I'm it. like, do not eat that in the car. We are going to set a beautiful table and we are going to <laughs> fellowship over food feel very strongly about this, people. I know. That, this was a really easy one for Leah to adopt. She's like, no, <laughs> yeah. we're going to sit and we're going to eat. We're going to sit I and enjoy have, each other's company. Yeah, totally. And I have the problem of, like, eating while I'm standing. Mm-hmm. Or and eating on the run. Eating on the run. Yep. You're, so what that's telling your body mm-hmm. is you are not in a safe place mm-hmm. where you can sit and you can eat. And so you're kind of upping your cortisol mm-hmm. while you're eating. Not kind of, you are. Mm-hmm. And so your body is actually moving blood away from your stomach and into your limbs so that you are ready. Cause you're kind of in a fight or flight mode because your cortisol is up mm-hmm. instead of sitting and eating and having that fellowship that Leah is talking yeah, about. And having the blood there to digest the food. Yeah. So you'll, and you'll notice that even if you think about like, assuming that your family dinners aren't extremely stressful, if you think about times where you have sat down and eaten versus fast food, we're all, we -hmm. all do that. I mean, it's our entire culture is really created around having a not very rooted root chakra. chakra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fast food in general is pretty much one of the worst things you can do as far as routines. Mm -hmm. Eating in a car, again. Mm -hmm. So if you are eating in the car, you are eating fast food, what I recommend to people all the time and I even will do this myself sometimes is order your food and then park Mm -hmm. and then eat and then go about your business Mm -hmm. don't try to eat while you're driving it's distracting you not only is it like not safe Mm -hmm. as safe as you know having your attention on the road pardon me it really is allowing your body to be like okay Mm -hmm. I'm eating now I'm safe. I'm being satiated. Mm -hmm. And now I have the energy to go about to my next stop. Yeah. And even taking, I mean, no judgment on the fast food either. Like life is busy and crazy. So even taking a beat, like Amber saying, parking and blessing your food, or if you also are into prayer, using that as a nice transition into eating so that Mm -hmm. you are a little bit more grounded before you start eating. Mm -hmm. And really, like Leah said, we'll talk about healthy eating habits when we're talking about Ayurveda, which is traditional Indian medicine. But taking deep breaths even, if you don't mm-hmm. want to do prayer or in conjunction with a prayer, mm-hmm. a couple deep breaths to just say, to I clear. Right now. Yeah, I know. Like, I'll take a deep breath. <laughs> oh my gosh, this feels amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So now that we've recentered, what <laughs> do you eat? So first of all, I'm just going to get it out of the way, though. We touched on it with the fast food, but it's 
you how you eat is more important than what you eat. Yes, this is actually probably one of the most important things we're going to say during this entire podcast. Exactly. It's so important. We're going to go into a lot more depth with Ayurveda. But no matter what you're eating, we want you to do exactly what we just did. Take the deep breath, relax. But for a lot of people, you're not going to be happy with that answer. And you want to be given some specific things to eat. But can I just interject one more oh, time? Because yeah. why I thought that it was really important is if you are sitting, like let's say you have that fast food mm-hmm. and you are sitting with that fast food and you are filled with self-loathing and guilt, that is so much more harmful to your system totally. than eating the fast food itself. So yeah. enjoy the food and then Amber can give us suggestions to make better choices <laughs> later. Yes, exactly. So eat your food with confidence. No yes. matter what it yes. is, just decide this is what I'm eating right now. And I'm going to enjoy it and have this moment. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for things that are specifically more grounding, root vegetables. Mm -hmm. Well, like those, they literally come from the ground. You're going to want to get those in. Your beets, your yams, Mm -hmm. carrots, all of those things. Um, Anything that is a protein will also help ground you. At night, you might not want to eat too much. And so having that warm Mm -hmm. glass of golden milk, you can find recipes online Mm -hmm. or just a warm glass of milk or a soothing tea, like a a sleepy time tea Mm -hmm. sort of idea Mm -hmm. to just kind of help put something in your belly. For those who need to have a little bit of fat, even adding a little coconut oil to any of those things that Mm -hmm. we just mentioned, gives your body a feeling of satisfaction and groundedness, and then you can drift off to sleep. Mm -hmm. But for your everyday, when you're not trying to go to sleep, you can still have things that are easily digestible, like kitchery. It's Ayurveda's very favorite. <laughs> Leah loves it. Uh-huh. Can't get enough. Yeah. I like it a lot I more than I Leah. loved it. I really, truly wish I loved it. And you don't like oatmeal, but that's the other thing I would recommend. I like oatmeal if it's savory, but that's for another time. Okay. So oatmeal is another great suggestion. Soup. Mm-hmm. It turns out you hate all of my suggestions. <laughs> turns out my root chakra is really imbalance. I know because I'm going through all of these things and I'm like Leah hates all of these things. I love beets so much. I love beets so much. So I actually do like savory oatmeal with beets, greens, and a fried egg on top. Okay that sounds delicious. Yeah in a pinch that's an option. Right. (laughs) So any of those things that are warm, unctuous, easy to digest. Mm -hmm. All right one of the ways I want to talk about balancing your root chakra and all of your chakras and it takes very minimal effort on your part is to get energy work done. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend it. Yeah. You just have to lay there and someone else takes care of you. How Mm -hmm. awesome is that? I mean, you can also go and get something like a massage, but since we're specifically talking about the root chakra with the energy body, it's nice to get some Reiki or some other type of energy work done, some sound work, Mm -hmm. anything where you can lay there and someone can just like bathe you in love and light and help clear out your energy body. And then Especially the more imbalanced you are, it's like you, it's hard to make the effort to do the things that you know you should be doing. Mm -hmm. So don't do them. Let someone else do them for you. And then once they've peeled off some of those layers, you're going to feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And then be able to take some of these more active steps. Yeah. Let someone else do the heavy lifting first, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So another thing to consider that's also probably equally minimal effort Mm -hmm. would be earthing, which I 
absolutely love. It's a really fast way, particularly if you're feeling way out of sorts and you need kind of a quick reset, would be to go outside and get your feet in the soil and connect back to the earth. Um, gardening can be great for that mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't even feel up to gardening, though, if you just want to go lay on the grass somewhere. Ugh, lay in the grass. Yeah, that is another lovely way to ground. Take a book or don't. Just go lay out in in the grass and kind of recenter. And if you're near a beach, sand is also lovely for earthing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Just put your toes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking about the grass, it reminded me to also focus on your smells when you're mm-hmm. dealing with your root chakra. Mm-hmm. So the nose and your sense of smell is the sense organ for the root chakra. And how you can balance your root chakra is by concentrating on the nose when you're meditating, concentrating on the nose when you're taking your deep breaths, Mm -hmm. and then just smelling the things around you, Mm -hmm. smelling fresh flowers, smelling your food before you eat it, smelling coffee or Mm -hmm. popcorn or whatever is going to bring you joy, smelling that grass that we were just talking Mm -hmm. about, like all of the things to stimulate that organ is what you want to be working on. Y'all, all of the things, this is what I've learned in my 30s, every single dopey saying actually probably means more than everything we learned in school. Stop and smell the roses. Literally do it. It's for your actual health. Exactly. Which brings me to my favorite smell. I love rose. So. Oh, okay. So that's what you want to be mm-hmm. smelling this month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Send me all the flowers. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I always love frankincense. That's a good one. I Frankincense know. and rose are a beautiful combination. They too. really are. So you can be picking some essential oils that you want to be diffusing around your house, something that is a tree or resin, mm-hmm. um, something earthy. I really, like I just said, frankincense. I do like cedar, patchouli, mm-hmm. palo santo, all of those things. All of the essential oils. Diffuse them all. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, be careful because it's also you want to be careful if you're like animals and small children. But, you know. In general. Yeah. You're going to want to do that. Yeah. The other thing you can do would be to exercise. And that's really only if you feel up to it. And honestly, let's be real. Some of our friends who are a little bit more overactive, this may come more easily to you to be exercising. But it's going to be highly beneficial for everyone, particularly our friends who are a little bit more underactive Mm -hmm. and maybe don't feel in their body. Mm -hmm. Anything that can get you back into your body is going to be incredibly helpful Mm -hmm. for grounding. Totally. I even love dancing. Yeah, dancing is great. As a form of exercise. But again, that exactly what you just said. Feeling your body. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. And for some of our overactive, overactive root chakra people, you might be exercising too much. Yeah. It is something to consider. Mm-hmm. You might be overdoing overdoing it. Excuse me. Um, for the underactive too, I just want to give another shout out. Like, particularly for me, weightlifting can be really helpful for getting you back into your body. Some of it has to do with just the like recentering and counting your reps and breathing. Mm-hmm. And then just the weight itself can be very, very grounding. Very soothing. Mm-hmm. If any of you are into stones, gemstones, hematite is a great stone to use for grounding. Um, Um, Something that you can hold on to maybe when you're meditating. If you feel like you find yourself kind of floating away as you're trying to meditate, maybe you've gotten that anchor into the core of the earth and you're kind of drifting off a little bit. Hematite is nice to kind of roll around in your hand. It's Mm. cooling and something that you can focus on and draw yourself back to if you're struggling with thoughts that just keep taking you out of meditation. Yeah, the nice thing with hematite, it's really grounding and it's really protective feeling. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a hematite, you can use any other stone that is um, a dark color, like mm-hmm. we said again, like your reds or your black stones, something. You can hold it in between your feet. Mm-hmm. You can sit on it. 
or hold it in your hand. Mm-hmm. But any of those things to be like, this is for my root chakra. Yeah. Sometimes people use mala beads for that reason. If you're just getting started with meditation, mala beads can be really helpful because they do keep you focused. With mala beads, you can get different kinds of stones Mm -hmm. in the beads. So yeah, you could get something that specifically is more grounding. And Amber's going to lead us into the healing mantra and she's going to give us a little bit of Sanskrit. This is something that you could use with your mala beads. Mm Mm-hmm. So mala beads are just prayer beads. And so you would say something with every bead. Like a lot of us know rosaries. So it's similar to a rosary. Same idea. Very, very similar. Mm -hmm. So you could, whether you have beads or not, when you are trying to feel grounded, you can just say, I am grounded, safe, and secure. The root chakra has its own mantra. And it is pronounced lum. So you can just say the lum over and over again, but it's a lum. So with that, Mm -hmm. um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes saying, like chanting out loud can also be a little bit disorienting. Mm-hmm. So it may be mm-hmm. something that you want to say in your mind, not yeah. necessarily chant all the time. Yes. Too much chanting can make someone feel um, well, in Ayurveda we say vata aggravated. So it kind of makes you spin out and it can make you feel even more disassociated with your body. But lum in general is like a safer mantra because it is really grounding and it is for the root chakra. Yeah, I felt really grounded when you were doing it. Oh, like, all right. <laughs> Can't wait for that meditation. Right? So you can do that when you, anytime you just feel anxious, when you want to go to sleep. If you have to go to the bathroom, that's one of the things we didn't talk mm. about with the over and underactive um Chakra is the elimination mm-hmm, mm-hmm. problems. That's one yep. of the signs. If you're yep. having diarrhea, constipation of any amount, mm-hmm. like of either, if you are not going to the bathroom regularly, mm-hmm. multiple times a day in like an easy and gentle way, then your digestion is off one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And so saying lum helps balance the root chakra and just helps that elimination a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, Lastly, the other thing that we didn't, we danced around the issue because we talked about like the lack of sleep and not being able to sleep, Mm -hmm. but really getting sleep is one of the easiest ways to balance the root chakra. And one of the most annoying things for people to constantly talk about. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. It's like, you can't sleep. You know what you should do? You should should sleep. (laughs) That doesn't stress you out so you can't sleep. I know. You feel really anxious and out of control. And then you go to the kitchen. Can you sleep now? Can you sleep now? What about now? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Stop telling people to sleep. Except it's so GD important. It really is. So what are some things that you can do related to sleep? One is slowly start pushing your bedtime back, even by five or ten minutes, some people try to make big changes. They're like, I'm going to go to bed an hour early. That's really hard mm-hmm. to do. You know, but if you're like, I'm going to go to bed 15 minutes early today mm-hmm. and slowly taking it back and then just checking in with yourself. How do you feel when you've done that? And do you start to feel better or worse? And then you mm-hmm. can kind of modulate your behavior around that. Um Turning off electronics, obviously, is always one. Mm-hmm. Totally guilty of keeping my phone on, though. All of us. Yeah. We're all addicted to that. So 
But trying to decrease your electronics um, an hour before bedtime, dimming your lights around the house an hour before bedtime. We'll talk about sleep like as its own special category. But these are just some things that you do better. You feel safer if you're eating at regular times and sleeping at regular times. It's like your body knows what to expect and then it just kind of works with the pattern but if you don't ever give it a pattern then everything feels out of control and then your root chakra is like i don't know what's going on so for overactive friends this should be really easy because you like things to be rigid exactly totally you know routined out for our underactive friends this may feel really uncomfortable to start with so start really 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 small Mm -hmm. don't feel like amber said you know the hour thing's crazy but if you can only do five minutes that's great Five minutes earlier, mm-hmm. heading to bed, doing your nighttime routines. Nighttime routines are really helpful for getting you kind of transitioning towards bed because it helps your body to know, okay, we're, we're going to go to bed. bed. We're going yeah. to bed soon. The oiling of the feet is really mm-hmm. nice. And if you can sleep with socks on, great. If you can't, you know, rub the oil in and then take a towel and take off the excess oil so mm-hmm. it doesn't get all of your sheets and everything. But um, <laughs> that is like a nice way to kind of send you off and if you're just starting those routines like five minutes early great um children often will have a lot of the same disorders that you do Uh, so if you have an over or underactive root chakra you can totally be creating that in your child as well Mm -hmm. and children do really well with routine bedtimes and eating schedules Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's easier to keep yourself on track if you're keeping a child on track if you're like i have to do it for you but really look at all these sacrifices i I know all these sacrifices (laughs) we're gonna have a regular bedtime as a family yeah you know yeah okay was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with the root chakra that we didn't cover i think so that was pretty much it there'll be a little bit more information available on our facebook and instagram um we'll add a couple more um, signs of imbalances on there that may be easier to spot in yourself that um, might be interesting and also helpful to know. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out our social media. Yeah. So happy lumming. Yeah. <laughs> lum, lum, lum. Lum when you want to go to bed. Lum when you're going to the bathroom. You just lum away. Yeah. None of this whistling while you work. Yeah, I know. You're going to lum. You're going to lum while you poop. <laughs> doesn't that sound fun all right well thank you so much for joining us students this has been a great class yeah have a great day bye it's time for everybody's favorite part homework (laughs) so for today's class what i want you to do is to determine if you are overactive or underactive and then pick one or two things that we talked about today to help balance your root chakra. And the more severely imbalanced you recognize your root chakra to be, then the simpler I want your homework to be. Like to choose, maybe you just need to pick a stone and just carry that around with you. You don't need to come up with specific times that you're eating, etc., etc. Um, and then please get back to us if you have questions, if you have feedback on how that's working out for you. I know I'll have feedback for you guys on how mine's working out for me. <laughs> and if you need to take a nap, you tell your boss you're working on your root chakra, damn it. That's right. <laughs> we want to say a big thank you to everyone who has already taken the time to rate us and leave a review on Apple. If you have enjoyed our classes and you have not yet left a review or rated us, thanks in advance for doing so. Thanks so much. (laughs) We'll consider your extra credit. (laughs) Bye students. Bye class.